0: Hi, folks, and welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis. If you are in the Freeman area, be sure and stop by the Sioux Nation Ag Center location where we meet all of your animal health needs from small health pets to livestock. Now, today on the show, we are talking to Olivia Amundsen, a South Dakota State cow-calf extension field specialist, and Andrea Bjarnstead, associate professor in the Department of Counseling and Human Development, and mental health specialist in extension with South Dakota State University.
1: Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us on your show.
0: Now, really, the thing we want to focus on today is mental health stressors in agriculture. Agriculture's not stressful. What are you guys talking about?
2: Well, you know, I I beg to differ on that one. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So do the lines on my face.
2: (laughs) As you are well aware, probably that there has been quite a bit of stress over the last couple of years that has actually turned into chronic stress. And so when you mm-hmm. experience chronic stress, it can impact your body physically as well as mentally. And so we're seeing a lot of increases in physical health symptoms as well as mental health symptoms. So again, uh, with chronic stress over time, sometimes that can be uh, a little bit more difficult to cope with rather than just daily stressors.
0: Sure enough. I mean, if we're going to go down the list, let's start off with what are you Are the biggest stressors that are affecting producers right now?
2: I've done some research in this area. My first study was back in 2015. And my most recent study showed that the biggest stressors are weather, uh, commodity prices, and finances. Those are the top three reported by producers. But there are other things, especially with COVID, um, the social isolation that happened among um, everybody. But, you know, with farm families, there were operation tends to be within the family. And so some became closer as a result of COVID and some um, had some increased tension as a result of it. So, you know, family can, can definitely be a stressor too as well. So just a lot of different things happening uh, within farm families right now related to stress.
0: Yeah, and it's, that's very interesting the way you say that with COVID because yeah, I've definitely seen that too where people have had very different reactions. And the way farm families have handled things have been very different. And for some of them, it has been, do I dare say the word blessing? Because it's not a good thing, but it's been really good for working together because, well, we got each other and nobody else right now. And then other folks have been more isolated from each other and it's it shows its toll.
2: Yes, definitely. And you know what? what I've heard as well in my position is that the Those that consider themselves introverts have really embraced the pandemic because they don't necessarily have to go and feel the need to be social. Whereas those that are extroverted and and appreciate the social settings
0: have struggled a lot more. As far as maybe here, as we're recording this here today, the individual stressors, Olivia, that we're seeing that relate to things like finances and commodity prices. Things are a little tough on a lot of ends, but especially for our cow-calf guys.
1: It's probably more of a difficult time. I think cow-calf guys know that things go in cycles. You know, this isn't the first time we've seen something like this where we have skyrocketing corn prices, we have, you know, or talks about drought, um, and then we have lower feeder cattle prices. And to be honest, it is hard. And on a short term, outlook. It is tough. But some of those guys who have equity and have thought about things like this, I think will be okay. But it's those that maybe have not thought about the long-term effect and maybe some of these market cycles that are really going to take this a little harder than others. And unfortunately, you know, this is just how the cow-calf industry is. And and we just have to learn how to be prepared for some of these things. But also having a good understanding of our own mental health is going to be huge during these times.
0: Deja vu kind of seems like it's kicking in.
1: I would agree. I was having this conversation the other day with my husband and then my brother And, and I was like, you know, 2012 is when Mm -hmm. corn prices started going up and then we had the drought and then, you know, people were liquidating their cow calf crop. And I'm like, we're seeing this all over again, but it's who's actually taken that time to prepare for an instance like this again. So it's Mm -hmm. those guys with that equity that are going to probably be able to push through this, but you know, some guys that maybe don't have that equity, it's going to be a lot harder. And I think that's really going to start affecting them on a mental health level as well.
0: Maybe a question then: If you aren't feeling too bad yourself, but you're worried about someone else, what are some signs to know that someone's struggling with their mental health?
2: So there are various signs and symptoms that you can look for related to, such as depression or anxiety and producers. And it can happen on an emotional level, cognitive, behavioral, and physical level. So emotional, you might look for some moodiness or irritability. Maybe someone can go from zero to one hundred really fast. Uh, as other emotions, anger, feeling overwhelmed, uh, a lot of our producers sometimes feel that lack of control and with, especially with external variables such as weather, market prices, those are things that they can't necessarily control. And so the emotional aspect, can you can start feeling pretty overwhelmed, difficulties relaxing. I have producers tell me that they really struggle sleeping at night their mind is going 100 miles per hour. They can't seem to calm down. With COVID, we've seen a lot more loneliness and avoiding people isolating themselves. So I get really concerned when I hear about hopelessness or feeling worthless. Again, that isolation worries me too. Physical signs can be headaches, uh, upset stomach, aches and pains. I hear from producers about you know it is a strenuous job and so whether it's back pain, chest pain, arthritis that's kicking in, too much sleep or too little sleep, uh, loss of interest in activities is a concern. Some of the cognitive areas would be forgetfulness, constant worrying, that pessimism. So if they start really talking negatively and ha- we can. Um, engage in that negative thought cycle that continues. And it is a nasty cycle because it's really hard to turn the page, so to speak, if you're in a a negative thought pattern. And finally, behavioral, Uh, I already mentioned sleep. Some people eat when they're coping or trying to cope or they don't eat. Procrastination, maybe the operation is starting to look messy, maybe tasks aren't getting completed, they aren't seeing things that are falling apart. So those are some of the signs to look for related to depression.
1: Well, and I would say even just in my line of work, this is something that we can definitely pay attention to when we're talking to producers. You know, if we can start noticing some of those signs and symptoms in these individuals when we do have a conversation with them. So being able to have not only Andrea as part of our team, but then have different mental health opportunities within Extension has been really helpful and beneficial as far as working with producers in agriculture.
0: You know, I think it's a real big concern, but something that a lot of us think, oh, it's not something that happens to me, or it's not something that I have in my family. But it's really something that's more common than people give it credit for, mental health, that is.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, it was always something that I thought that I was invincible from, and I've seen it happen in my own family, to the point where it almost gets scary. So just because you think that you know, you're tough or your family's tough or you're invincible to some of these things, everybody's vulnerable to mental health issues.
2: And I think something to be aware of is nationally, we are seeing an increase in depressive symptoms and anxiety symptoms among producers, as well as higher suicide risk. So it is higher than the general population. And my latest study actually showed that 27% reported um, mild to severe anxiety symptoms and 29% of producers reported mild to severe depressive symptoms. So that's a little over one out of every four producers. So when I present, I have the producers look around the room and think about one out of every four is struggling right now. So if you are struggling, if you're a producer who is struggling and you know stuff is hard right now and maybe you're having some difficulties coping, you are not alone right now.
0: You know, I think the thing too is that People need to keep in mind this isn't a lack of you being tough. When we do have that kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps culture in agriculture, which which is good in some aspects, but we have to remember too that the brain is an organ, and like any other organ, it can be ill, and that's not a problem. That's what's well, a problem, but that's not a, a failing on yourself or your personality. That that's just something that needs to be addressed, just like if you have high cholesterol or broke your toe or something like that.
2: Absolutely. I think what's helpful is to notice your stress signs and symptoms. How do you know when you're starting to experience stress? And that's really hard right now because it is a stressful time. So maybe it's a daily stress, but it's so important to be able to manage that stress. It becomes problematic when you can't manage it, you can't snap out of your feelings, you can't snap out of your behaviors. That's when it becomes concerning. And especially if other people start noticing and commenting on it, then um, I tell producers that that's kind of a sign that maybe it's time to consider uh, seeking some help.
0: So if you do have somebody that you're concerned about and want to know what you can do to help them, what would be some options?
2: Well, I just, I encourage a conversation first and I start off with something such as, hey, how are you doing? Check in with them and then lead into, you know what, I'm a little concerned about you. I've seen some changes in you and list the changes and that's where the, the conversation can lead. So I, I encourage a conversation first, but there are also lots of different types of help across South Dakota. Avera has a rural farm and stress hotline that producers can contact and And Avera has that process where they make referrals as well if producers need additional assistance. We have some farm stress workshop series with extension as well as mental health for state. But there are state behavioral health centers across South Dakota, 211, the helpline that you can contact, the suicide lifeline. So there are lots of different resources in South Dakota that um, producers can contact
1: and seek assistance.
0: I understand there's also a mental health first aid program.
1: So mental health first aid is a program that's put on by a CSU extension, and there's various specialists within extension that actually are trained in teaching this course. And what it does, it, it's actually a five-hour course, and it really helps individuals learn different signs and symptoms to be aware of in individuals. Um, And we kind of like to think of it as first aid for mental health. Like you would give CPR to somebody who is, you know, experiencing symptoms of a heart attack. And mental health first aid would be being able to do some of those first steps before intervention of a crisis may may be seen in an individual.
0: Sure. And is this something that is specifically for rural settings?
1: No. Well, this is actually a worldwide training, but it's individuals from all walks of life, you know, rural, urban communities can take this training. So, in fact, I think we actually offer this training on the website. So anybody interested in taking the training can take mental health first aid. In the month of June, we are going to look at maybe some more dairy producers as it is dairy month in the month of June. And I know that we do target students every once in a while just training students you know maybe that are getting a degree in mental health or some area of counseling
2: i do want to clarify that if a producer is struggling or anyone in their family is struggling this is not an assistance program for counseling this is a training provided to those that want to provide assistance to someone who is experiencing a mental health crisis situation so it's education looking at signs and symptoms of various mental disorders and um, how to intervene in a crisis situation and make an appropriate referral. So if you are struggling, I encourage you to call the Farm and Rural Stress Hotline or seek counseling services. This training is not counseling.
0: Thank you for the distinction because that's very important for people to know. I really would like to thank you both very much for taking the time to talk about this today. It's not Something that we all get really excited about talking about, but it's something that is so critical. And I appreciate both your efforts for reaching out to our listening audience so that they know it's okay if you're having a problem and help is available. We're very much encouraging you to utilize it.
2: Thank you for your time today.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: And thank you to our listening audience out there for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Y'all take care, folks.